Beer. Beer. Bong. 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 Beer. Bong. 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 Beers, bongs, and battle axes. Beers, bongs, and battle axes. Beers, bongs, and battle axes. Fairly Odd Parents always came off to me like, uh, uh, like a '50s sitcom set in set in modern day. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This has definitely got like hardcore bewitched vibes. Oh, definitely, man. Especially with just like, uh, like everybody kind of playing it up. Like Timmy and his godparents are stuck in that '50s sitcom of like, oh no, what do I do? And then the mom and dad are kind of like a uh, a goofy '90s thing. Yeah, this is where I keep my trophy. If I had one. <laughs> um, sorry, folks. Welcome to beers, bongs, and battle axes. We approach ever closer to our final destiny of reviewing all of these movies. Marcelo, what is this the one that we're reviewing today? Uh, right now we are reviewing uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is really good. And uh, just to recreate some of the uh, the magic uh, <laughs> of our last reviewed one, because we unfortunately lost some of it. Um, we found a website last time called because we're talking about selling pubes. Um, oh, no, it's <laughs> not called, <this> again. <laughs> it's called sendpubes.com. Um, and you can buy that black gold, Granny's Grays, Lion's Mane, and Rusty Reds. That's what it was, Rusty Reds. You know, <laughs> I feel bad like having this good. conversation right now because I have the entire lineup of Guar and the host of Unsolved Mysteries staring at me currently. Yeah, during our for those who don't know, we play D and D for like the weeks that we're not uh... in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> And I, I asked our dungeon master to play that in the background while he's like reviewing uh, what we've done last session, which I think would be a good, uh, a good thing if we if we were able to do copyright, just you know, update these guys. <laughs> this crew was late, was going into this part of town, which would take them a couple days. Earth now has to spend now has to roll for his Alzheimer's. Damn it! I got Alzheimer's today. Fuck. My dementia is acting up. <laughs> Should I start playing Earth like that? Just, just like a crazy old fucking coot? Maybe slowly. Because that would be actually pretty funny if like him holding on to remembering everything does slowly kind of drive him crazy. Uh, you know, it I doesn't mean, have to be automatic because that would just wear out the premise completely. But if you slowly delved into that and you're just like, Earth, we're going to be okay. Yeah, no, why the fuck are you talking to me? And you just keep going back and forth in your head. You know, I don't want to say, I shouldn't say this stuff because it's not, I, I, I don't really like talking about campaign outside of playtime because I don't want to like, say something that might inadvertently like influence the course of the campaign. But I have been having daydreams lately about since uh, we haven't really talked about it on the podcast, but like my character Earth is uh, lawful evil and a serial killer. (laughs) 
And uh, yeah, so I, I slowly see this character just as our campaign goes on delving into madness. And then I hope one day that it gets to a point where my guy becomes so evil that it becomes the rest of the party versus me in a battle for all that is good and sacred. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he, uh, it seems like that would be, um, yeah, well, okay, we'll just, we'll, we'll cease talking with that because, yeah, I, I don't want to give too much away. But, um, yeah, no, so we're talking Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, I really like this movie. Like, it's, the Ant Man movies are very, like, easy watches. Um, yeah. they're just something you can put on in the background and they feel like a, uh, a Hallmark, uh, movie. That's, God, that's an apt description of it. Um, but yeah, no, I, and I, I, here's the thing. I love, 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 uh, sorry. Um, I love the hell out of, uh, romantic comedies. Like I'm a sucker for him and I really like this movie. And I think I've said this before with other movies, but these Ant-Man movies and the, the worst of these, of the Marvel movies are just they're better than average because they have superhero stuff in them and they're actually decent writing. Um, but it just sucks because they're going through the basics of what other movies are. And it seems like they try and have that and it just doesn't work out that well. That's very true. I, I would say I don't hate this movie by any means, but I think it's the most forgettable one in the MCU to date. because. Like, even though it's my least favorite in the entire MCU, I can still tell you more about the Captain Marvel movie than I could Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You're just not a fan of uh, of these? Not that I'm not a fan. It's just uh, there's they're that middle of the road. Okay, I can I can see that. My. um, My thing is like. Um, sorry, I'm kind of losing my um, something else. Uh, can you just go on, Mike, for just a minute or two? Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So to <laughs> expand on that thought, um, <laughs> I view the Ant Man movies <laughs> as being like in the moment movies, which means uh, when I'm watching it, I'm gonna give it my full attention. I'm going to enjoy it. But the second that movie's done, my brain is like, we don't need to store any of that in long-term storage. We can just get rid of it now. Bye. Oh, I guess I'm still playing for time. Um, There once was a man from Nantucket. I don't know how the rest of that dirty limerick actually goes. Um, well, I saw Guar a couple weeks ago. That was pretty cool. Got covered in blood. I like blood. Especially when it's fake. Real stuff's gross. Tastes like copper. I read a lot of Warhammer. I've been going through a... I'm back. Thank you. A Doctor Who rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> I rambled. I'm sorry. I got scared and nervous. No, you're good. You're good. There's some There's some news happening, but uh, we'll talk after. Um. Yeah, no, I... um. I just wanted to to add to what Mike was saying. It's just these are very like middle of the road kind of movies. I do agree. And I think 
there is something that uh, uh that kind of sticks with me for that maybe that's why i like them a lot is because i know growing up i i uh i don't want to say it was raised on romantic comedies but it's more it was on very frequently at, at uh, my house like oh I, I enjoy a good romantic comedy when it's done right oh yeah and um, as far as romantic comedies go the fact that this one has superheroes in it makes it a pretty goddamn good romantic comedy Oh, for sure, man. Um, my the flaw that I have is, uh, and and I love I love him to death, Walton uh, Walter Go- Walton Goggins. Oh, I he, do love him too. He's such a good actor, but uh, having a a villain named Sonny is really fucking stupid. That's fair. Also, I'm glad that I'm kind of happy we're re-recording because there is one thing I wanted to bring up for this movie that they never address. The dad, oh. when like, um, oh god, I can't think of her name. Uh, the one that's like fading in and out. Oh yeah, the uh, I don't remember either. Oy vey, we we're so unprepared. I'm the worst. <laughs> ghost, ghost. That's what's ghost. Her name there. Is. So ghost, it was crazy how she was just wanting to go all I'm evil of it automatically. But the funniest fucking thing was was how. Her origin story when they go back to when she's running out the building because her dad is trying to, I guess, like, um, save them or something like that. He, uh, <laughs> they're running out the building, but then she's like, no, we got to get, we got to go back for daddy. So she runs back and then everybody gets killed, but she survives. What was so hilarious about it is just if you rewatch that scene, they run back for the dad. But then the dad's like, no, you can't be here. And he gets back on his knees in this like he's waiting for death. <laughs> he's like, I don't want to have to worry about alimony because I fucking almost killed my kid. Uh, I'm going to die, die right here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the mom and the daughter are like running out the building again. <laughs> They're already a good distance away. And the dad, the dad's not doing anything on the computer that's real sciencey or like Doc Ock and Spider-Man 2 when he's like bringing the whole thing down to drown it. He's literally just like, man, I'm. I don't care. He's like, I want to fucking die right now. <laughs> He's like, I love my daughter, but shit, having to deal with a bitchy wife for the rest of my life is not going to be the way to go. <laughs> and so he's like, like, I just accept no death. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm cool with dying right now. <laughs> Fuck this. It was, it was great because I didn't even catch that like first time. Guess I'll just play some Galaga while I wait for the end. <laughs> exactly. I was just texting everybody like I was dying. Message your sister. I had a crush on her. Then you guys came back. Damn it, woman, you need to leave. I'm trying to say bye to the people who matter to me. <laughs> exactly. Ah! <laughs> no, Dad, come on. There's still five minutes on the clock. No, no, no. I got to stay here. I got to prevent this. He Young was lady. probably, maybe that's the thing is like he was probably waiting for them to leave so he could like fake his death and just like, uh, like, and disarm. Now we sneak out the back door. <laughs> exactly. Or like, uh, what is it? The teacher in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming where he's just like, yeah, my wife pretended she blipped. Uh, and then she, we got a divorce. <laughs> it turns out she was cheating on me the whole time. That's amazing. Oh man, I would love stories like that of people pretending to blip out. That would be fucking hilarious. Like, can you imagine like a super bad set in the MCU? I would, I would love that. That would still- be great. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, I was just thinking about it because you brought up the teachers in No Way Home, and that oh, wow, fuck. 
this one's coming out days before the no no way home review so i'll keep with i'll save that for after it's not no way home it's actually in homecoming right but you just made me think of uh something that i never brought up on the no way home podcast never mind sorry (laughs) <laughs> that's okay my mind wanders when i get this biggity it, baked it's it's still fresh in the mind and that's where it's like good and bad but uh but overall i really like ant-man and the wasp um it's i think it's personally better than the first one because i think the first one had such like mixed things because they didn't know what to do with it uh like they wanted to mix different things and overall i liked it but this one it just it knew what it was and they're just like screw it we're gonna go with this romantic comedy feel and just the lighthearted feel, and we're going to have fun with it. And I, it works perfectly. Oh, and to bring up uh, a point that I made the first time we recorded this uh, as my closing statements is I think the reason why I find these uh, Ant-Man movies so forgettable is because in my uh mind i think ant-man is probably the least deserving of his own movie franchise of all the characters and that's that's no discredit to paul rudd it's the character of ant-man himself it's it's a superhero that i'm just so disinterested in so that's why i probably keep forgetting about that stuff i feel like he should be used like dr strange is being used right now where he just pops up from time to time like hey he's he's like a locksmith like hey somebody call for me okay do my job get out of here definitely i uh i'm hoping that they they do something interesting in quantum medium with him because like you know his daughter's all grown up now so we can skip all that adolescence i have to do it for my daughter crap like she can just talk to him straight up and we can actually have some like interesting stories especially with them figuring out starting to figure out like the quantum realm like that could be interesting and fun I hope in a future like Avengers movie or whatever the next big Marvel team up movie is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I really want like Scott Lang and maybe either Wanda or Doctor Strange getting into an argument about which is more important, the quantum realm or the multiverse. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just seems like there you could have a lot of fun with a scene like that. Especially oh, hell yeah. they're trying to push both of those ideas as like, this is the big thing this time around. I, oh, ooh, I was going to say something regarding No Way Home, but I'm stopping myself as well. I There's a scene that's kind of, yes, that's why I really like the movie, but I'm not, I can't say more. I hate uh, that we can't say more. Yeah, I know. Remember, we got to pretend like we're in the past. <laughs> I was if we had the money I would have played the Doctor Who theme right there. Oh, that would be nice. Isn't uh oh no, it's still not. I was going to say isn't it public domain by now, but I know you're talking about the one when they rebooted it with uh Eccleston. Well, yeah, because I don't think well, as far as I'm aware, the old Doctor Who didn't really have much of a theme song. So much as it was just that, like, theremin you hear in the beginning, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. This is just like a little music sting as opposed to a whole fucking theme song for the ungodly opening credits these days. <laughs> Agree, man. I uh, I gotta rewatch them. I really do. Because yeah, we eventually, sometime next year, we're doing a Doctor Who podcast. 
Oh, hell yes. I'm down. And Lathan and Josh are both going to be there for that. That's going to be fun. I'd love to to review Watchmen on here because the, uh, the series or the movie, the series, actually both. Okay. I'm because... about halfway through the Watchmen comic for my first time ever. Oh, that's a good one, man. I've I've like I've consumed a lot of Watchmen when I was younger because I was really interested in it and I love the story. And uh, I I actually really enjoyed the hell out of the movie. And the um, the book is obviously great. And this the uh the series is so so good and a I part of that to see it. it's because they uh they went like a uh doctor sleep route and tried to like bring everything together and huh. i thought that they did it great because it literally is like a series to the graphic novel uh set in modern times but i but they also have some of the nods to the movie so there, you're exactly right, Doctor Sleep. Where they're like, it's a sequel to the comic and the movie. Yep. And okay. Doctor Sleep is severely underrated. It really is. It, that not only is that movie underrated, but that book is under fucking rated too. That is one of my personal favorites by Stephen I ha- King. I have not read it. I I should. I know I should. Have you I read The say, Shining? Uh, no, I have not. I, I would recommend s- reading them both. I do want to say if if people have not seen Doctor Sleep, go for the director's cut. It adds like thirty to forty more minutes, and it is scenes that are definitely worth it. It makes it so much more rewarding. Oh yes, couldn't agree more with you on that one. And Ewan McGregor kills it in that fucking movie. Yes, I, and yeah. uh, Rebecca Ferguson. I fell in love with her in that movie. That yeah, she's been around in other movies, but yeah, that was the first time where it was like, hello. Her is Rose the Hatch, perfection. And then I was so excited to see her pop up in Dune, the remake. Yeah. I Oh, I shouldn't say that that was the first time I saw her, because the first time I saw her was actually uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, Go- no, not Ghost Protocol, the one after that, five, where he's like hanging off the plane. Right. And then she has, that movie's great, because she has like a knife fight with this one dude in the subway. It's fucking sick. Stop, stop. I can only get so erect. <laughs> dude that's how i felt i was like jesus this girl's awesome and then that happens and you're like not leaving whatever i'm at right now and i'm just gonna rewatch this. <laughs> i'm gonna be here for about 45 minutes <laughs> i don't think i could stand right now <laughs> there was um, one movie and i can't recall it was just like that was happening i guess this guy was with this woman at a dinner t- party with family and then he's was oh it was fucking how I met your mother and then he's like uh, he's like I really got to go to the bathroom but like his his wife was like secretly jerking him off under the table and he's like I really got to go to the bathroom and he's like I can't stand up at the moment oh no <laughs> yeah so he was just like stuck <sighs> of like trying to like go to the bathroom <laughs> oh like hold a boner it's great that's fantastic it's an underrated show it really is. Except for they really did shit the bed with the finale. Oh my god, yeah. I'd love to actually review that show. I'm down for that. Add it to the list. We'll get to everything eventually. Definitely. And it makes sure that there's longevity for this, so you, so everybody who's listening knows that like we're not going anywhere. And someday we'll do a Sons of Anarchy podcast, because I fucking love that show. That was where I uh, first learned of Walton Goggins. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays a transsexual in the show. Transsexual dominatrix. Uh, What season? Was it from season one? 
later in the series. I want to say like season four, season five, but he becomes okay. a recurring character. Okay, because I watched Sons of Anarchy to like episode nine or ten. Like I, I started to really watch it, and then something happened, and I just stopped. I fucking love that movie with all my heart. Became a big Charlie Hunnam fan because of that. You know that uh, Hunnam was supposed to be uh, the original guy in Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, but he backed out. I think he made the right choice. Nah, man, he did not. Have you watched those movies? They're not good. I've watched the first one and uh, oh, yeah, I did see two and three. How do you make a trilogy out of people fucking like I give them create. I give them props for doing that and somehow turning a profit to have three movies. Because uh, it's I mean, like uh, it, it's just it, it's not porn <laughs> like it's not even softcore porn. It's just like we're going to have a legit trilogy. People about fucking, bondage. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, oh, you're talking about you're talking about making a sex film, like a porn movie. And it's like, no, 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 we're not getting dirty now. It's going to be artistic. We're, it's going to be an IMAX. It's like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't uh, a wave of Danielle Steele novels being adapted after those movies came out. Yeah. Probably would have happened if they had been a hit. Oh, definitely. My uh, <laughs> I just remember cracking up in the first movie when he like they show the main guy and he just walks into a hardware store <laughs> for his shit. And it's like, yeah, that is true because he would, he would go to a hardware store to like get all these handcuffs or something. And they're like, man, what are you building? Something. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah. Like, um, Oh, burn without reading when like George Clooney reveals the chair he's been building and it's, and he pushes it and it's a dildo that comes in and out. I love that movie. <laughs> and that's like what it reminds me of. It's like, yeah, this, this guy would have to go through the the whole ordeal of going to a hardware store, hopefully not local, like just somewhere so they wouldn't be asking those kind of questions. Like, hey, what are you building, buddy? Is there any way I can help? He's and then, like insanely rich, though. Couldn't he have just paid people to go buy all that stuff? Definitely. Or used Amazon? See, that's how into the kink he was because he it's it's a metaphor for his wood building he's, something he, great. He's sexual Thanos. Fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> he's <laughs> the infinity hackering <laughs> and I think uh, that's the joke we end the podcast on because I don't have anything <laughs> else to say about Ant-Man and the Wasp perfectly balanced as all things <laughs> should be <laughs> the infinity or cockering would it, would it be the infinity cockering or the infinity chastity cage <laughs> oh, Cogring's way better. Okay. Because Thanos off the has to have, Well, Thanos has to have a big old dong <laughs> swinging. And him having a Cogring would make sense. What if he didn't, though? And that's why he decided to destroy half the universe. And he Ooh. was lying. It wasn't perfectly random. He's like, anybody who's considered above average below the belt, gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. But then, like, uh, what's his name in uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, Varus, I believe. Who's like a eunuch? A he eunuch. Never wanted, yeah, he never wanted to destroy shit. He was just yeah, like but, always. No, being I'm a saying Thanos had a micro penis, not that he was castrated. Oh, Thanos was just a small boy. 
<laughs> yeah. So he's overcompensating and he's like, yeah. I'm going to destroy the half of the universe that's considered above average. <laughs> like he has but a tell cap. everybody is random. Like he just has a cap and it has to go around his balls <laughs> instead of like, <laughs> you have to get the soul stone, the infinity stone, <laughs> the time stone. You have to sacrifice the porn that you love most to get the soul stone. <laughs> Goodbye, hentai. And then they just say, like, Thanos, why don't you just, like, if it's reality stone, why don't you just increase your, your think that way? No, half the universe must suffer. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, when, <laughs> when he, like, snaps away everything, instead of his uh, jacket and helmet at, <laughs> on the shit at the end, it's just, like, a, the cock ring hanging over the thing and glistening in the sun. <laughs> With a pair of anal beads wrapped around it. <laughs> oh, those are uh, Wakandan power beads. Sure, buddy. <laughs> that's no, why seriously. That's why there's a little brown on them. Oh, I guess I didn't have time to wash them. <laughs> you charge it up and it's good to go. They're battery powered. Four D batteries just to operate these things. <laughs> if you, if there's like if we just had instant access to space and you could go to different planets and everything like you, there would be like one point where you're just like, screw it. I'm going to go screw someone right now. And like, it would just take you a half hour to go to some other planet, you know, like, would you oh, do yeah. that? Or would you still jerk? Oh, no, 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 no. I'd, I'd be captain Kirk going boldly where no man has gone before and seducing whatever I find there. <laughs> <laughs> or Quill. Quill was also just, it's like, yeah, you gotta pull out, buddy. <laughs> Just leave it alone. Never. Never. <laughs> like, like, his penis probably has a six-pack. <laughs> his, his sack has a six-pack. <laughs> like, when it curves, it looks like <laughs> two arms, like, <laughs> <laughs> right, Look what? at this, it's flexing. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's indentions from some fucking weird alien race. Oh my god, he's ribbed for their pleasure. Oh, bo- <laughs> so dumb. But it's true. We will get there one day. And uh, if I have kids, I hope that they're able to go and screw alien creatures. We all hope for that. We all hope for that. That's going to be the day. It's going to be the day. But uh, on on that note, I, I have nothing more to add. Neither do I. Thank you for joining us. Next one is Infinity War, right? Uh, yes. Infinity Excellent. War and then Endgame. All right. There you go, folks. Thanks for joining us on this amazing journey. Marcelo, as always, has been a pleasure, my dude. Same here, man. We love you all, and we're uh, so glad to have you with us every time. Like, really. Thanks, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.